Welcome to the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. I'm your human host, Stephen Glicker, and in this week's episode, they finally made it out of the Dungeon of Death and they all survived. And now they finally get to start the last chapter where they get to defend the town from Zolgas. So a little bit of backstory in this week's episode. Rob Tremarco loves bacon. And I mean he loves bacon. His usernames online often have the word bacon in them. He has bacon signs in his house. He is like Mr. Bacon. He's one of those people like, you know what his favorite food is as soon as you meet him and go to his house because there's just signs and things about bacon everywhere you go. Which is interesting. I like a lot of foods, but not enough that I start, like, decorating my house with that food. Sure, I like bacon. Do I love bacon? Not really. Not to that extent. I mean, bacon's okay. I can have it in small amounts. But I've known people who like Gogaga over bacon. They just can't get enough of it. It's like their favorite food. They can put it on everything and anything. And everything is better with bacon. And, you know, I've heard it. I get it. I know people like that with chocolate. I mean, oh, you can put chocolate in anything, and it makes it good. The thing is, it's like... Bacon and chocolate, they're all kind of like a little too much. Like A little goes a long way, at least in my point of view. Anyhow, so whenever you hear us talking about bacon and we mention Rob, now you know. And if you ever want to get to Rob's heart, just send him some bacon and he will love you forever. As for the rest of the episode, this is one of my favorite episodes of the year because it was just us talking. You know, you kind of need an episode like this, especially after going through a dungeon and having so much combat, you need a relaxing episode where you're just talking to each other, both in and out of character. You're just goofing around, having fun. This is what you can call like a vacation episode or a reset episode that after weeks, if not months of combat, you just need some downtime. And sure, there's some role playing, but quite frankly, everyone does this. You all know you do it. You have like goofy stuff going on in your games. You're all fooling around. You all know each other. You're all friends. And this one really gets out of hand towards the end. All I'm going to say is listen very carefully when Vanessa starts talking and see if you hear what we hear. And let me just tell you, next week, that is going to come up an awful lot because this is going to be a long episode that we cut into two episodes this week and next. And let's just say next week, poor Vanessa, I feel bad for her. But at the same time, we sure had a lot of fun. It's a good way to end the year. Just a fun, goofy episode. I also made it pretty long, so it's no longer the short episodes. As I said, we have a whole bunch in the can, so we should be good for a while. And here's to a happy and healthy 2023 for everyone. As for the World of Battle Zoo, do check out the Year of Monsters, in which you will get a new playable ancestry and race every month throughout 2023, and we are starting off with slimes. And we have set this up so that it is really big, both as an ancestry and a race. In fact, the races are bigger than the ancestries, believe it or not. Plus, the Foundry module is awesome. Even if you don't use Foundry, that's okay, because we have all the content in the Foundry module, all the art, all the tokens, everything. Super easy to use. You can take them out. You can put them into any other VTT or just print them out in your own home games. We make sure all the artwork is very easy to use. Plus, if you are in Pathfinder, we're going to be releasing every single Ancestry for Pathbuilder. And better yet, we're working directly with Foundry 
and with Red Razor at Path Builder to make sure that all the cool new features from these ancestries, because we're doing things that no one's ever done before, can be implemented in their programs. For example, we had several new features that are currently not implemented in Path Builder. We outlined them, we sent them to Red Razor. He said, cool, I'm gonna implement them. I'll add them to the functionality of Path Builder. And then going forward, you'll be able to use them as well. So be on the lookout for that. You buy that year of monsters, you get to chat with me and Mark throughout the year, help us build out the monsters so that when we build out the final compendium, you got all the monsters, they're gonna be awesome. And they're gonna be updated if you find some cool new things that we missed. Top of that, you get the Foundry module with tons of amazing artwork. We went all out on the tokens, all out on the artwork. Made it very easy for the use or export to your own needs. You're going to get a very nice large PDF every single month, especially those of you playing 5e. We made sure that these were gigantic, bigger than the Pathfinder, and that you have lots of content. It's not just a one or two page race that you're used to, that there's a lot of content here for you. And then finally, for those of you who use Pathfinder, Path Builder is going to be updated and customized to make sure that these ancestries work perfectly. And best of all, we're going to be updating the code. Well, I'm not going to be updating the code. Red Racer is. So all the ancestries can be used in Path Builder as smoothly as possible. So make sure you check all that out at BattleZoo.com and order your copy now. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's exciting episode. Last we left off, the performers were able to convince the Bayful Banyan brothers not to call the callously cold outer god from the dark tapestry. Thank gods! They continued on to a chamber filled with more vomitous zombies and a ghost. This sinister specter persistently sought to possess the performers, but was pounded into ghostly pudding. Once the ghost was busted, they were able to discover supplies, enough for a small army waiting for them in the soggy supply room. Serendipitous! As the performers returned to Willowside with the waywardly wandering wastrel, I, I mean the Banyan brothers, will help of the local heroes be enough to stop the Zolgaths? Will the common townsfolk be proficient with the soldierly provisions? Find out on this week's episode of Roll for Combat's Three Ring Adventure! Woohoo. Just amazing. There's so a lot of peas in there. A yeah. lot of peas. The consonants, wow. the assonance. Oh my. So you write so much alliteration and then you just do it to yourself. Because you write well, no, it, then you have she to She does it cold. You know what I mean? It's not like it's she's practicing. She has like 10 seconds to look at it. Well, I know, but then she writes it and then she reads it. Like, right, cold. I know. I'm impressed. That's amazing. And, you know, to, to, to just step on it a little bit. Come on. <laughs> Oh, there were far too I, many peas. Well, you, you, you were like, yeah, I was damn. like, oh boy, that's a lot of, a lot of. Peas. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, oh no, oh many peas. For better or worse, I'm always impressed by Vanessa. Oh. Why worse? There are a lot of different ways to be impressed. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I think. <laughs> yeah. For better or worse, neutral. To Okay. All right. No. So, no to men. you guys rescued the Banyan brothers. Everyone is back in town, living, breathing. You got a whole bunch of supplies. The mayor met with you. She was all excited that you found everyone. Spirits were high. The Banyan boys were even nice to you. Well, Actually, two of them were pretty nice to you. Yeah. It was just, uh, just, uh, 
what's his name, uh, Ledric, who was kind of mean, but now he apologized and he he sees the error of his ways as usual. So, with that, you have to rest, level up, woohoo! And then you know that there's a million Zolgaths out there ready to sack the town. Wait, wait, how many? A million. Okay, I don't think we're prepared to fight a million with a bunch of commoners that just, like, got soldier weapons that they're not proficient in. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Have you watched the seven samurai? Quick, retrain them all. Correct. I've only watched five of the samurai. Well, you are... Well, it's not the seven samurai. It's the circus four. So... I'm going to train them like Ash did in Army of Darkness. Everyone gets a, gets a pitchfork. You Get know what? <laughs> it's right. It's like do do Ash of Army of Darkness, or you can do the Mandalorian episode where they train. Yeah, because yeah. you know they've only copied the Seven Samurai. I don't know a trillion times in modern culture, and it's always the same. It's always the same. It's like okay, we take the peasants, we show them some basic skills, we dig some moats around the the, the town, we make some. You know, points of egress where you want to attack them, all that stuff. So, anyhow. Yeah, but you actually did that already because you spent a couple of days uh, building up the defenses, remember? Yeah. So, And you did training. So you already seven samurai the town. They're ready to go. And then you found extra healing and weapons for them. So they oh. are ready to rock and roll. How about that? Anyhow, with that... Was they ready to rock and roll with their heavy metal? I'm ready! Yes. They're proficient in heavy metal. Um, you all went to sleep. We'll say you all get up. Ah. And you're all level 12. You went oh, no. down what? a level. Some oh, no. You got to go do some corpse <laughs> runs. Wait, wait. We were in the basement, so we just got back to the surface. We definitely went up a level. Oh, well, you, you left your corpses back down there. It's like EverQuest, the old days. You got to go oh, do gosh. some corpse runs. No. Otherwise, you're going to lose your items. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I have the most epic story about that that takes far too long to talk on this podcast. But, you know, maybe in the special features DVD. I don't know. Oh, I have some. I had. I would have corpse runs. Put it on the wiki. Where Seth and I, Seth, by the way, was, ugh, he got a little obsessed. And when I mean a little obsessed, he would play like 140 hours a week, you know, while working. Like, with the times he wasn't working, he'd be playing EverQuest. Anyhow, he would go on corpse runs. And it took him so long to get to his corpse, he would lose two levels at times. <laughs> and there was one person I knew at Blizzard that this guy um because remember you had to camp for like really good things yes yes and you'd have to camp for things so he would literally fall asleep at the computer with his headphones on full blast because the monster maybe would only show up like every 40 minutes or something he would fall asleep the monster would show up because he'd be attacked he'd camp like right on top of the spot and then he would wake up kill it and then go back to sleep uh, those are the days, <laughs> the Halcyon days of insanity. Anyhow. Yes, I remember. I remember. Who wants to go first and tell me all about your wonderful level 14 items? Now, is level 14 a good level? Level 13, of all the of all the levels so far, uh, I have voted, and they did in the other podcast too, 
Level 13 was by far the best level. Yeah, 13 was pretty intense. That was like, you got 7th level spells, a lot of things became legendary or master. Um, just It was just a huge level overall. Uh, how was level 14? I can go first. Yeah, level go. 14 was pretty good for Atron. I mean, definitely not level 13. And level 15 will be amazing with 8th level spells. But, um, you know, Atron learned couple more seventh level witch spells which will be exciting when we get to those but um they also became an expert in wizard spell casting which uh, certainly helps so uh i picked up both fourth and fifth level wizard spells by getting expert wizard spell casting and now i can cast a lot of haste um number of third level but uh picked up fly telekinetic call sending some utility stuff for the wizard which will be great and uh also picked up no cause for alarm for a skill feat so watron can try to calm everybody down who might be frightened nothing crazy but uh useful useful and then of course i'll save those uh two new witch spells for when they get to surprise everybody Okay, so Alteron basically is just learning. You're just going to be all, all magic. magic. Yep, all skills, all magic. But you can't. Can you? Can you change shape? Can you druid? I can't. I could have taken a hex around that, but haven't yet. However, I have thought about the only spell list Alteron can't cast from is primal. So after the ability score boosts next level, I could pick up, oh, no. you know, just a little primal and then oh, I no. would be some sort of Galarian magic avatar. I don't know. Hey, uh, hey, Atron. Yeah. Y you don't look druish. Nope. Oh, that's mm -hmm. a nice cut. I like that cut. I'll definitely pick up some Needleese evil druid spells, you know, death plants and the like. That'd be fitting. Anyhow, who's next? Everyone jump at once. I can hear I can hear them pounding <laughs> down the pavement. Everyone can't wait to tell me all about their new Well, characters. we just don't want to talk over each other. Okay. How about... Alphabetically. Go alphabetically. Alphabetically. So Darius is next. All right. Darius, at level 14, has a few cool things. Uh, first is his assurance is now for medicine, has hit 30. So now, when he does his battle medicine and treat wounds, it's 2d8 plus 30. Hooray. Um, he got his archetype feat, which he took advanced dogma, which he, which he put into a new uh, feat to get um, resilient mind. It's a plus one circumstance bonus to save against mental effects, but plus two if it's from undead, since we've had a lot of undead lately, and it's you know, it's pretty bad when they make you confused or sad, real sad. Sometimes they make you real sad. Um, he also got the power uh, Mountain Quake. All creatures in a 20-foot emanation take strength modifier damage, 4, and fall prone if they fail a fortitude save. So we can crunch the ground every 1d4 rounds and knock people over, which will be great. And... Um, he also took Catfall as a skill feat, so since he's an expert in acrobatics, 
he uh, does not treat the first 25 feet as injurious to him. You learned that from your sister. <laughs> I did. And that's it. But you didn't learn any thiefing skills, did you? No, I punch locks and then the door opens. Got it. <laughs> I walk into traps and disarm them. Well, that's yep. one way to do it. All right. Well, then next would be Hap and Riley. And then Steel Scale is last. Look, we did alphabetical. Hey. First. Hey, look at that. Unless we're going to use your other name, uh, Ymir. Ymir, yeah. Ymir. So then you could go Oh, that's next. cute. That's when she's running around like a little, uh, what's it called? Like a dwarf, fixing things and just being sort of a tinkering town. It's it's her mild-mannered uh, persona. Alter ego. Alter ego. When was the last time you were in Ymir form? She's in it right now. Oh. Well, I think the jig is up. It was like trying to save the town. No one knows. It's sort of like Clark Kent, you know? Puts on, like, does anyone really even care who Superman is versus Clark Kent? And no one cares. They're two different people. Anyhow, who's up? Hap, you go. 14? I know, I know you were kind of. You're kind of shitting on level 14, but this is actually a huge level for me. I wasn't at all. I said, I didn't know. No, I, my question was, was it good? This was a really good level. Okay. No, I know 13 was to date of all the levels that seemed to be the best one. Like, you remember at, like, level 12 and level 13, Riley just kind of lived in his Pokeball because he was a little bit useless and kind of just a liability. But at 14, I was able to get the specialized Beastmaster companion, which means that he is he is upgraded. His the genie magic that I infuse him with is upgraded into the Wildfire Scorcher, and for some reason that meant that like all of his proficiencies in everything went up. He has better saves than I do. His attack modifier is like three better than mine. Like everything about him is just superior. To, to me now, they all went up by like four or five points. It was outrageous. It oh, was no. outrageous. Hap's only going to have one action because Riley's going to have to <laughs> command Hap as the minion. Oh my goodness. It was really, yeah, it was really interesting uh, just to see that. And now he's got this really annoying ability that if you try to, if you hit him in melee or if you try to grab him, like give him a hug, you just automatically take some fire damage. Ooh. It's going to be a lot of fun. But then Hap also got some cool things too. None of the fourteenth, none of the level fourteen like class sheets were super interesting to me. So I just went back and I found Bloodline Resistance, which I actually thought fit pretty well. It just means like because of the magic in your bloodline, you just get plus one to any save against spells or magical abilities. And I thought that was pretty fitting for like you know like the genie magic in her blood. I thought that was pretty good. And nice. uh, I also picked up. For my skill feat, oh, I, re I didn't pick up the skill feat I wanted. I wanted unmistakable lore so that, like, anytime I roll for Plane of Fire, I can't, like, crit fail. I wanted that. But I can't justify it. I've literally never rolled it. All I know, all I have is a book that I've memorized. I feel like it's it doesn't make any sense for me to pick it up. So instead I took Kip up, which does actually make sense because I am a master in acrobatics. So I can just stand up from prone as a free action without taking any any attacks of opportunity. Which is relevant, because me as a player, I'm still traumatized by that time I got tripped. And then every time I tried to get up, it was just an auto-retrip. I was like, are you serious? Are you serious? So now I know, I've but that doesn't happen in 2nd edition, though. It happened in that one fight, though, in 2nd edition. No. 
Yeah, there was like one fight when we were in one of the towers. We were at like the second level, like above like the mirrors. And we were fighting some type of like monster in the small room with like a hole in the like a hole in the middle of the room and they just kept tripping me. And every time I tried to get up, I just get re-tripped. It was so annoying. It was so annoying. I know what you're talking about, but that was just only because if they have improved trip, I think they just keep hitting you. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Improved trip is super OP. Yeah. If you get knocked trip, down, you just got to get that's up again. That's not trip locking. That's just, that's just hitting you <laughs> and doing damage. That's, really that's just a very, very rude monster. Yeah, that's just a rude monster. Uh, yeah, you can't truly trip lock, thank God. Uh, that that I find is... I put it this way. I want to do it to you. You don't do it to me. I don't do it to you. It's one of those... I think it's OP for everyone. And I think it, it, it's... There's a lot of fun things in this game without just going to one well over and over again. And that's the one well I hate. Well, now um, you can't do it to me even if you want. I don't I want have to. Kip Up. Uh, yeah, Kip Up is... You know what? Kip Up, that's a good one. Uh, I, we have it in the other game and it comes in handy. It's actually... Yeah, yeah. It's... it's uh, it's one of those. It's one of those when you when you don't have it, you wish you had it, and when you have it, you're glad you do. Um, it's it's very handy, especially yeah. in, especially when you get tripped. I've got some interesting new spells, and I forgot at level nine. I, I was going looking through my path builder, and it told me at level nine I never picked one of my skill trainings from picking up bard, so I just scooped up trained in stealth. Because you know I've tried to be stealthy a few times, so I feel like I'm learning it. Maybe that's it though. That that's it. All right, so it sounds like fourteen. So we're gonna do we're gonna do the ranking. Okay, I posted something in our private Discord where we had the ranking of D twenty rolls, where the number one roll was twenty, the number two roll was nineteen, the number three roll <laughs> was eighteen, and so forth. So now we're gonna do the number one level thirteen, number two level. Oh my gosh. I don't know what the number two level would be. Like, I'm going to say six. Okay, five six. or six. So number two is six. Actually, I'd say seven. Seven is a pretty good level. Well, number, number one level is 20. What are number, you talking about? Number three is no, 20. what you get. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you look at these, it would be the most insane list of, of one to 20 with numbers of one to 20 like, in a totally messed up order. Five and 15 <laughs> are pretty up there because you get the stat boosts. They're pretty up there. Five is really good because that's third level. Five is pretty five good. Would probably two, be... two would be my number one level if you're playing with free archetype because that's when your build really opens up. Yo, level mm. 15 is going to be massive. That's when you oh, get yeah. legendary. That's when you get more, you know, it's more attributes. No, uh, 13 is when you get legendary if, if, if for some classes. If you're what? Like a, a rogue? rogue? A rogue for proficiency. Everybody else or a gets fighter, a gunslinger for weapon attacks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And 17 actually seems pretty strong because that's when, like, everything opens up ninth level spells. That's, like, where all the superpowers come yeah. at level 17. I think, actually, after level 17, I think 18, 19, 20 are just more win more uh, levels. 10th temp, temp level spells? What are you talking about, man? That's true. I forgot about that. Well, don't you get 10th level spell at level 17, I thought. No, no, no. It's 19. You get one at 19, and then if you take oh, another okay. 20th level feet, you get yeah. a second one. Okay. Again, I'm, I haven't, I haven't, I have no experience with top level spells, so it's still a little new to me. Um, That'll be something. That is, that will be something. I will say, though, it does, I'm curious to see after level 17 how it goes, because 18, 19, 20 seem okay. 20 just seems like the ultimate win more level. 
I cast uh, Alter Reality. Yeah, but you know what? You will be fighting when you're level 20. You do fight things that are like level 23 and 24. You know, remember the monsters go up to 25 and they get pretty nasty because the math still scales and That's they fair. have the same. The problem is they have the same things you have. <laughs> and I've noticed that like, when the monsters start casting those seventh, eighth level, ninth level spells, a damn, it's pretty bad for everyone. I've got a house rule for hat. When I get to 10th level spells, I'm not allowed to use any of my signature spells on 10th level. I can only cast one spell for 10th level, and it is Wish. I'm going to say you can only cast one spell per day. As, as long as it's Wish, because that is when she gets her, her crew genie magic. The penultimate wish. genie magic. Wish sort of sucks in, te- in second edition. I yeah, I, I know it does, <laughs> but it's c- conceptually, you know, like... Somebody conceptually, eat. it's a great spell in yeah. every other edition, and they nerfed it to death in second edition. Which, I put it this way, you can unnerf it however you want. I can see why they did it because it was so, it was one of those spells that was so powerful that the GMs would go out of their way to nerf it and break it. So they did it for you, so you don't have to do it. So, you, you know how, like, <laughs> in, in the older editions, back when, back when I was a wee lass. Playing, playing second edition Dungeons and Dragons around my pothead friend's table, you know, if you cast the wish spell, the, the the GM would intentionally make it as cruel as possible if you didn't use of the right language. Of course. What do you mean? That's 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 standard operating procedure for the wish spell. Yeah, I hate no, to no, say. no, no. I want to I want to take this a step further. I I don't want to be able to cast the wish spell based on what I say. I want somebody else to say, Hap, I wish for such and such and such. And then I do the dickhead GM thing and make it as awful as possible because Sounds I can good barely control this power. I love it. Sounds good to me. Yeah, Go that's the only right thing ahead. I'm allowed to do with my 10th level spell. Okay. Sounds good. I guess your PCs are going to... I mean, you're... Yeah, the PCs are going to love you for that. They're going to be like, oh. No, no, no. A... I'm not going to make it like, oh, you didn't say please, so you're dead now. No, they're going to be like that. And then Darius like... is going to ask for something really simple. Darius is like, Hap, can you make me a bacon sandwich? No, then it should turn bread. me into one. Yes, and then you become right, and exactly, and then and then you, I would be turned into the sandwich inside, and then your armor is like, and your clothes are all 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 like uh, white bread, your wonder bread, and you're like, oh no, I didn't want to be bacon. No, wait, I feel delicious. Did you see? There's meat flavored candy canes. Rob, no, they no, no. Yes, they have like, had. They've had. They have. They have a whole bunch. They have like bacon, but they also have like brisket and like oh, chicken no, fingers no, and turkey. No, it's no like everything. I've tried the gravy sodas. Disgusting. I've tried like as gifts. People have given me as jokes like bacon flavored floss. Disgusting. Bacon flavored jelly beans. Even worse. Have you tried chocolate covered bacon? Yes, but that's two foods that merge together well. They're not forcing bacon into weird places. Well, could we take a bacon? I'll take forcing bacon into weird places for two hundred. I know. I I know you love bacon, but does bacon love you back? Hmm? (laughs) Oh my god! In Rob's case, maybe. You know, my local f- game store has a corn soda. You reminded me of that when you said, like, the bacon soda. Is it, it flavored with 
like the corn flavor. Yeah, it's like, like it's buttery. The, that is the flavor is buttery corn. Oh my gosh, that's and nasty. Then, mm. I was so excited. I was like, I love corn. No. I love butter. This is going to be delicious. That sounds terrible. Uh, it was not. It was not delicious. Not delicious. Like, I do not waste food in this house. No matter how bad something tastes, I will finish it. That went down the sink. For the first time in like 20 years, something went down the sink. That doesn't even make sense. You're like, do you like buttered corn? Well, here's a soda for you. Oh, why can't you just have buttered corn? Okay, I like buttered corn. You know what I'm going to have for dinner? Buttered corn. I don't need to have soda that yeah, tastes like corn. Yeah, but I like love soda, corn. too. Like, it's two of my favorites. I guess so. I guess there is people who... But it I didn't mean, work, so I guess I mean, not. people do love the... Uh, oh, what's the... The Jones Thanksgiving? That stuff, and also the Doritos, the Flaming Hot Doritos. Uh, oh, I have, I've had that. The they're fl- great. The Doritos, yeah, the Flaming Hot Mountain Dew. Yeah, 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 right. Oh, they, they, yeah, they have like all these right. They they combine all these flavors, and they are actually pretty good. I haven't tried the Jones Thanksgiving, but I want to. I will never try. That looks disgusting. <laughs> it's an experience. You don't do it like at home, like by yourself. You do it with friends, and you make everybody try it. It's like a fun experience. Okay, well, if I see you again at a Gen Con, we can all do some Jones Thanksgiving together. I would be all about that. That is uh, that's a date. It'll probably be gross, but that'll be half the fun of it, you know? And I know Vanessa will probably be there, so we can, all, <laughs> yeah. we can celebrate Thanksgiving in August with the Joneses. Mm. Vanessa, what did you do with your character, by the way? Oh, my goodness. I uh, After all that, I don't know if I can. I don't know. Uh, so she got a cool class feat called unstable uh, unstable redundancies. So any of those unstable things she uses, which is usually just Gigavolt, um, she can use this free action first to use these redundancies so that she doesn't have to worry about the unstable check, which is pretty cool, which means she can basically do it two or more times per, per series of fights until she takes 10 minutes to fix it all. Um, I gave her something, oh my goodness. I, I'm gonna tell you something real quick. I, I, I get so frustrated, oh goodness. Okay, so there's this, um, you remember the ghost fight when it was like resistant to everything and how that sucked and no one liked it? Yes. Yes. Cool. So I got this thing called Gather Frenzy. So when I use a Draconic Frenzy Ooh. to use two actions and do three attacks, if I use Gather Frenzy first, it gets a little bit of a damage boost, but more importantly, it bypasses an, an amount of resistance equal to my level. Which means, unless the resistance is more than 14, I don't care. Just do the damage. So wait, how does how does that what? work? You just you go past all resistances, or just for ghosts? Um, I go past uh, I go past all resistances if I use Gather Frenzy. Oh my God, what is that? <laughs> that sounds very powerful. That is crazy. Gather Who wrote frenzy? that? That's crazy. I know that's way too powerful. What is that? Uh, yeah, so yeah, I mean, it basically turns Draconic Frenzy into a three action activity instead of two. So it does take my entire turn. But if I'm next to the thing I want to fight and I just want to rip into it, I can gather Frenzy, Draconic Frenzy. I do a little tiny bit, like it, it's like number of damage, status bonus. Oh damage, my god, that sounds, way, that sounds way too powerful. It's a couple who, extra points. Who designed that? Who created that? But the resistance. That? Bypassing oh, all those that, resistances that, is right. amazing. Is that I like did. magic for a, for a punch? I did. Yes. You know, that's the funny thing. There's only one person to be angry at, and that's myself. That's so, right. oh, well. Yes, I see. Right. It, it is, um, 
yeah, it's it's a it's it is the ultimate combo. It yes. requires a lot to do. So, so I, you can yeah. imagine instead of like if it's a fighting game, instead of hitting the three buttons to get a ka 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 combo, you like do a move that powers you up first. It's like the ultimate version of that combo. So you like get superpower, like strong, and you see the energy flow into her, and the rest of the screen goes dark, like the whole background, and then she just super blasts someone with ultimate. It's it's very cool. Uh, and then the last mm. thing I got that's that's not that cool, but it's kind of fun for me, is Aerobatics Mastering, which is my skill feat, uh, which basically says I get a bonus to maneuver in flight, and uh, if I maneuver in flight, um, I can do two maneuvers instead of one at the same time at just a slightly higher DC, which is so cool. So she is super good flyer. We've never used maneuvers. I have that too. <laughs> Just in case Steven's ever like, you know what? Let's That's go right. ahead and have you do a maneuver about that. I'm ready That's for right. it. I've got it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because at some point, what's going to happen is I'm like, I want to do this thing. He's like, oh, oh, oh. But when you're flying, that's two maneuvers. And you can only do one. I'll be like, all right, well, I got this feet and I'm fine. It's fine. I'm trying to be more relaxed on my <laughs> Thank uh, you. my pain in the ass of uh, the rules. <laughs> so <laughs> that, uh, that, that, you know what? I Some of them are impetus way. As someone who now works at Paizo, you can understand it's the work-life balance. In this case, it's the power balance. And you know what? I get it. That's that's the let's try to make it realistic and have it where you're going up and going down. And I'm like, eh, you're flying. It's fine. I, I don't care about all that. I think, I, mean, I think it'd be good to get into if there was like a flying specific situation. Where like you're dodging like each other and stuff. I think if, that'd be cool. Yes, it's the same way as like when I do underwater combat and everyone's underwater. Then I go by the rules pretty strongly because everyone is in the same boat mm-hmm. or the same water. <laughs> they fell out of the Aww. boat. Now they're in the water. Well, in this case, if everyone right, if you were doing aerial combat, I would do the same thing because everyone is in the air fighting. So you might as well all use the same rules. But otherwise, it's a pain. So it is. Yeah, whatever. it's unnecessary, right? It's unnecessary. We're here for a good time, not a long time. Well, why can't it be both? Anyhow, um, everyone has their stuff. You wake up. It's another beautiful day in the neighborhood. And suddenly you hear commotion outside. It is unbelievably crazy downstairs in the place. Where are you staying? You're staying at the local inn, right? Don't we just stay at our circus? Yeah. Like, we're not far. Oh, no, 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 no. No, we stay at the end. You actually do stay in the end. And guess what? I think what? Steel Scale was in like a theater or something. <laughs> right. And you don't have nightmares. No. Ooh. But how not? Like, was well, it... didn't we defeat the, the we spirit defeated, like... that infected the Banyan Brothers? Yeah, but that was just a ghost. Like, that wasn't the Cthulhu just a ghost. statue. Who knows if it was the statue was the source? We went down there and we spanked a poltergeist. Like we didn't deal with like the evil eldritch monster god. Uh, are you saying this because you're hundred percent sure? I mean, I, I'm not gonna make an occultism check. Someone can make an occultism check. I'll even let you do it out in the open. Atron, wake up! That's you. Sorry, my mic fell. He's like, he's like, oh, hey, it's my turn to shine, Woo. and I can't do anything because I don't have a mic. Thirty-three. I don't think I roll above ten for skill checks. That roll kind of sucks. It's a seven. Kind of sucks. All right. 
here's the thing. You believe that the guy you defeated was the high priest of Bakarag and was helping channel some unholy energies into the Sounds town. about right. However, that town, sorry, the town, that statue definitely still has massive energies and powers and could, much like Sauron in Lord of the Rings, gather its power and energy over time hmm. and come back to become a hazard, if not taken care of. But you have other problems to worry about right now. Yeah, I mean, isn't that the entire story of Galarian? <laughs> what? That there's some like ancient evil sleeping getting ready to kill you? Every AKA... ten feet, you step over an ancient evil sleeping. Like, well, yeah, <laughs> that's why it's Galarian. It's the world of heroes, and you help defeat another one temporarily <laughs> uh oh nothing's ever permanent is it well for now you did some stuff you can go there in a few days if you want or maybe today if you really want if you feel like you got nothing better to do anyhow as you get up you can see that the hooked inn and the boarding house are packed packed with people people you've never even seen before they're all over the place the town's abandoned buildings have been reopened, and sure enough, while you've been gone, that all the nearby residents and people who lived on the outskirts have all come into town, as they have been running into Zolgas and patrols, and everyone came screaming into this town in the last 24 hours, and this place is exploding at the seams. There's a palpable sense of tension throughout the entire town, Food is in short supply, and the small amount of food they were going to get from fishing, they can't get anymore because of reports of sea serpents in the ocean and the pier. Oof. Plus, there's blockades blocking the town. The hospital and the temple of Erastal are filled with people, and you find out that they were narrowly escaped Zolgaths or simply got injured in the defense preparations. You know, some person put, like, a nail through their hand. Another person, like, you know, got hit in the face with a two-by-four. You know, <laughs> like, you know, like Larry Moe Curly type stuff going on. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow. There's a head There's a head priestess of the Temple of Arasto, right? Yes. Yes. You know, I, you know, when I was picking spells this summer, and I thought, I could take create food and drink to help these people. Nah, I don't care enough to do it. But... The, the Temple of Arastal, that priestess, could be retraining her spells for create food and drink for people. And if she's high enough level, like, that's thousands and thousands of meals a day. I think she was mostly focused on the healing. Yeah, but yes. why? People are starving. Well, no, you've actually been helping with that. And you've been bringing tons of food because Darius has become, like, the Mack truck of food delivery. Um, the, um, you know, catering... In the catering truck. Yeah. All I'm saying is, like, if you treat a wound properly, it'll heal on its own. If you ignore a stomach, it will starve. Like, you know, yeah, well, like... You're right, except right now, they have so many people to deal with, and they still have food. So they're not out of food yet. They have food. They're low on food. 
Um, She'll have to balance it out soon enough. Yeah, Yeah. you're going to have to balance it out. It's triage, man. She should start training people in, like, spellcasting. Because, like, you know, that'll pay off dividends. You're right. That's right. Good thing we got tons of time for that. Oh, wait. People are attacking now. How long (laughs) have they been going through this famine thing? Uh... You know what? Maybe it's against Rostel's beliefs that you have to hunt <laughs> for the food that you capture. You can't with you a can't bow. Cheat. Very important, right? You can't cheat. Yeah. None of this magic stuff. So, it's at least some farming <laughs> if you're a god of agriculture. You can either farm it or you can hunt for it. But create food and water. She prayed for it and prayed for it and never got it. There I'm the know. god of hunting and farming, and I'm not going to help you hunt or farm. Oh, you can hunt or farm, but I'm not going to let you cheat. So, <laughs> weapons, sure. Healing, sure. Free food, nope. No free food. Sorry. Can't do They're it. They're about to have a million dino steaks. It's fine. Ooh. That's true. That's They've the thing. been having them. They right. Down right. You're, you're killing multiple birds with one stone. You go out there and kill the Zolgaths. All right, you don't want to eat those all gas. No. Kill the dinos. Yeah, yeah. We can have brontosaurus burgers for months. Ooh. I mean, really, dinosaurs just like a giant chicken, right? Bronto yeah. bacon. Yeah, I guess so. Giant chicken. Can you imagine, seriously, like a bear or a moose, they can feed so many people. The amount of meat on those things is mind-boggling. <laughs> a dinosaur? You could probably feed a town for a month, man. Those things are gigantic. And they're all muscle. It's got to be all lean, too. Mm. I wonder if you could cook Zolgath right. I don't think so. I think it, it could be like trying no, to cook let's skunk. Not, let's not try it. Yeah, I think it's like cooking. It will not work. You could probably cook skunk if you get the stink gland out right, huh? There's nothing on them. They're, they're basically baby foxes. There's well, nothing I, on them. Tell that to the people that eat roadkill. Hey, people who eat roadkill, don't do that anymore, okay? Mm. <laughs> How awesome. do you know, Rob? I'm sure we have a big fan uh, base in the not, roadkill community. Have you not watched like a bunch of like? Oh, I've Discovery watched those Channel? specials. I have watched Discovery Channel. I even saw one where he could tell the difference between how they were killed. And it's like, oh no, this one you don't want to eat, and this one you do want to eat. And I was like, wow, I have learned something I really sh- shouldn't have known, but now it is stuck in my brain. I've learned it forever. Um, Dexter also did that, if you remember. Anyhow, Darius. Darius can't wait to try out and maybe market dinosaur bacon. Can you imagine? It's a lot. It's a lot. We could do it. I imagine it'd be a lot. You know, I had bacon for dinner tonight, Rob. Oh, nice. There you go. We had breakfast for dinner. Always a good choice. Bacon, eggs, and and, uh, pancakes. There you go. Anyhow, what you gonna do? I think, uh, presuming we're like downstairs at a table now, even though it's busy, grabbing what little bit of food, I think we will have to look into the areas around us to see where we can maybe help push back before they push in. Yes? Yes. Yeah, sure. You can scout around. Yep. You uh, can. Steel scale, t- uh, volunteers for scouting duty. Figure out where they're coming well, from. Why don't we just talk to the mayor or whoever's organizing the defenses and see what they need from us rather than doing our own thing? We can talk to the mayor again. Yes, that should work. 
Well, I do not know what she's already doing. So we can find the mayor. Presuming she's... Is that what you're doing? Yeah, is she out in the main square? Uh, you go find the mayor, and sure enough, she is incredibly busy. Not too hard to find. She is in the middle of meeting pretty much all the town leaders and trying to handle 10,000 emergencies at once. And she sees you all, and she's like, Oh, oh, hi, hi, I, I can spend a few minutes with you. I'm really, really busy right now, but thank you so much for bringing back the Banyan boys. They're, they've been... Uh, indispensable in helping organize the defenses and helping organize people in watching the town and making sure the Nozogaths break into the town. Um, but you know what we really need help with, if if if, if you don't mind, is that um we've we've sent some scouting parties out, but they've come back heavily damaged or uh, even one or two losses here and there. I think they're just way too strong. For any of our, you know, hastily, hastily taught people who, you know, have one or two days worth of experience. So I imagine people as strong as you could easily go out there and assess the forces and do something to help with us. Um, I mean, yes. you could, of course, help in here, too, in town. But I think uh, I think we got things handled pretty well. We, have, we have seen that uh, many people are filling up all the old buildings. And uh, Steel Scale has offered to scout like before. Oh, that would be great, great. I I know that there's like probably hot spots around. I heard that they barricaded from from some of the refugees that they barricaded some mm. of the roads going in, and that that is going to be an issue because we still still get deliveries to the town, um, and we have one coming in a couple of days. I don't know what's going to happen with that and. The worst thing would be that the ship gets sunk or waylaid by these reports of sea serpents. That would be terrible because yes. they're innocent people. And then we have destroyed barricades before. We can do this, and um, hopefully there will be less uh, problems in the water now that we have um, addressed some of what was going on down below. We can which which road first. Um, West, north, or east? I would probably say the the east road because that's a that that's the road that you took, the Fortunes Hall, and it ultimately leads to yes. Piers End, which is the next community to the northeast. And I have a feeling that they're starting their march towards there. So, and they have no one to defend themselves or help compared to this town. And to be honest, there's a lot of people from Piers End who came here, which is why we have so many people here now. So that town's completely defenseless. So mm. I would say, if you want to take care of anyone trying to start encroaching on the east, it would probably be a wise move. Because the west, the west is, I believe, where their main encampment is, and that's towards the pier. And we have a couple of days before the ship will arrive. Thank you, Mayor. Hypothetically, and what would happen if we did go back down below and make a deal with the evil fish god to protect the town. I, I don't know how you would do that. I mean, it's as far as I heard from my reports, it was just a an evil statue that didn't really do anything, did it? Well, no. there was that ghost priest guy who seemed to be able to channel its power somehow. He was like a conduit for it. Right. Yes, right. probably an old priest. Didn't you kill him? So well, he was a ghost. We destroyed the ghost, yes. The ghosts will come back, though. That's what ghosts do. Oh. 
Well, we'll have to be addressed in time, yes. The ghost came back the very next day? You uh, thought he was a goner? Is that what you're saying? Oh, there's, there's, the a, there's a deep day. cut here, but I don't know this one. <laughs> really? It was the cat came back the very next day. Yeah, just couldn't stay away. Meow. All I'm saying is, what if there was, like, a big eldritch fish god that was trying to protect the town? I think that would help a lot. No. We, we've we been through this. It doesn't yes. help. No, we are we not. don't want to do that. No, are you possessed now, too? I will tell you that Atron knows that this ghost, although ghosts do come back, this was not a ghost. It was an incorporeal spirit. Well, it ain't know. coming back. What's the difference? Well, what? what? I don't think Atron will bring that up right now anyway. No, I'm just, no ghost, that's just curious. A just... ghost comes back and can be... A ghost doesn't die. A ghost is like a haunt. Tethered. Yeah, yeah, it's tethered and haunting mm. a specific location. And incorporeal spirit's literally just a type of undead. Are, are they... Were, were incorporeal spirits once former people? Yes. Sometimes. This Sometimes. is so confusing. No, it's well, just it's, it's about just, their manifestation. It's like, it's like there's like so anger. many things that can happen to a body after you die, right? It can get desiccated, it can get moldy, it can get, you know, get turned put into in trees. my freezer. Sure. <laughs> uh, like a ghost can do a lot of things after, like a spirit rather, it can get a lot of things after separated from the body. It can become a haunt, it can become a ghost, it can become a specter. So this was a ghostly a spirit, it wasn't a spirited ghost. It really, it really just depends on like the whys and how that it happened, um, and the circumstances will will dictate a lot of what happens. So usually ghosts are like, um, often stuck to a location, um, or an object sometimes, because of like past trauma or unresolved issues with that location or object. Yeah, Casper. So like for example, when you know. When I die, my miniatures collection is just going to sit there and paint it. And until it's painted, I won't be able to move on. I'll just Ooh, keep Oh, I wandering. love it. That's a good one. <laughs> so is this a Vanessa to... thing or a Steel Scale thing? So <laughs> Vanessa, Vanessa thing. is going to be on Earth until the sun goes supernova. Ooh, basically. the haunted minis of Vanessa. You know, all minis everywhere. <laughs> you can also no, your minis. minis I guess. No one's ever going to paint them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Same difference. Well, you know, then, if that spirit's not coming back, I think that evil fish god needs a new priestess. Go right ahead. All right. <laughs> Go right ahead. Yeah. Hence why Atron is not bringing this up in character. <laughs> Are we, is this good? Can you go scout the scout? Do we? Thank you, Mayor. Oh, and something else. Uh, Hap, maybe you can rally the troops and help, I don't know, with some... Uh, some of your entertainment to sort of keep the spirits up. Or Darius, you can do I that would too, love to. maybe. There you go. Doesn't that sound better than trying to become uh, the priestess of some evil, like, horrible Cthulhu god? Oh, gosh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> no, I can just read you as you're like, you know, a 16-year-old girl who likes fire. I know what you're into. She's still learning. Anyhow... What you doing? Who wants to do what? Well, I like that whole, you know, go rally a troop stuff. I could go to the front lines and put on, like, what was that? Was that, were those US, USO, USO concerts? Yeah. I go put on a USO concert. Okay, you can do that. Once per day, you extort the townspeople to remain steadfast with stirring words and 
fun performances. Woohoo! So, and it takes an hour. So you're going to put on quite the show. I'm one level away from being a legendary performer with nice. the skill feet legendary performer. So mm. I think they'll get a pretty good show. Okay, we'll see. Does anyone else want to go put on a show? Uh, <laughs> no. Great at performance, no. 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 You I can mean, use diplomacy or intimidation too. Is there any uh, I'm really maybe trained. Like, help for either fortifying parts of the town or mm, can maybe help you with want. you could uh, if you come up with something i mean there's yeah. like pretty much anything you want for the next hour or so because it's going to take a while for steel scale i think you'll take at least uh it's two yeah i actually it takes two hours for steel scale to scout and come back steel scale maybe i scout with you like before Oh, yeah, it, that'd be great. I could always use another set of eyes. Yes, just in case. And then I can help you if there is a sudden problem. We come back soon. And Ataran will go with Steel Scale for scouting. All right. Uh, Gizmo, my little clockwork, uh, Cobalt will come as well. Just, again, to have another set of eyes. Oh, goody. Okay, he was doing what? Um, what are the other options besides scouting and entertaining? Uh... You can go on food prep detail, or you can help Ooh. heal. I can help the, heal, uh, absolutely. That's my jam. That's his jam. He's like, hey. 2d8 plus 30. 2d8 plus 30. Everybody I, gets 2d8 right. plus 30. He's like, I got assurance, <laughs> and I'm going to show it off. You, I, I you have thirty. You don't have enough hit points for me to heal. Boom, Drink the cell. Drink yeah. the cell. <laughs> You're going to be like, it's going to be like uh, one of those old-time, what are they, the... Um, the old time ministries, you'd be like, you're just putting your hands on them, like, I oh, heal right. you. Oh, <laughs> oh like you're a champion too? Yes. <laughs> you're going to be walking around. Everyone's going to be praying. You're going to start a new cult, the cult of Darius. Here we go. Yeah. Well, I'm, but I'm actually getting shit done. Well, yeah, I know that's the scary part. It's like, yours really works. <laughs> Other ones are like all fake. Yours is like, oh my God. And ah. for, for two gold pieces down, Per month, you two can join the Temple of Darius, where I will heal you. As long as you're not above level five. <laughs> All right. I guess people can start rolling whenever they want. Perception for us? Sure. Well, tell me what you're doing. Steel Skull, you're just going to be like, screw it, and just like go balls to the wall and just start flying and screaming and like... Doing like thunderclaps and like, hey, everyone. Obviously, yeah. No, that's yeah. totally it. Okay. Uh, no, she's. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Maybe you are. Maybe you're like, hey, it's so stupid. It might just work. I'm going to make as much attention as possible so everyone <laughs> can see me and then I can see them. It's actually not a bad idea. Uh, uh, no, she, so she's going to try and um, if she can, like, what's the weather like? Is there like a lot of cloud cover or is there not? Because it, it will change her tactic. I will say it is. A little misty. So a little foggy. Uh, foggy means it's hard to see dicks to the ground. Did you just say it's say hard to dicks see dicks to, to, the dicks to the ground? Next to the ground. I heard something. Everybody <laughs> heard that. But Everyone <laughs> heard something. Well, everybody, dicks to the ground. That's a great. <laughs> let's shout that. <laughs> wow. Wow. They're going to be attacked. Everybody, dicks to the ground. Or Well, oops. Well. Whatever you've got, put it on the ground. Put it on the ground. Everyone down, down, down. 
Wow, this is uh, quite the show. Okay. Is that what I said? We're yeah, looking for we are. Uh, <laughs> we are. I was like, wow, what did she just say? <laughs> I mean, I said balls to the wall, but you uh, had to get the one up me, I guess. I guess it was some sort of a Galarian slip. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> she is not going to say that. Uh, with, with fog, I think she'll probably actually um, be going pretty close to the ground, um, trying to. She's not really good at silent. She's hoping to be far away and look for like obvious big crowds, you know, and like clouds of dust being kicked up by you know a bunch of feet tromping along the ground. And we stuff. can look for where the roads have the barricades. That'll stick out what? at least. You also probably don't need to be silent. Like you can fly as high as you want, right? Yeah, she's not stealthy. I, I'm going to fly pretty darn high, I think, and look for obvious signs of troop movement. So we probably won't see skirmishers sneaking up on us, but we'll be able to see, like, a brigade of dinosaurs marching along. You got it. You can roll. I mean, you know where to look, so it's mostly just yeah. going to be... I'll give you... You get one roll. That's it. One I roll. Will, I will... One roll for two hours. Can I roll to assist? Whatever you want. All right. Oh, are you riding this deal scale? I assist. You get plus two. Okay, cool. Um, Gizmo is also going to try and assist. He has a plus 17. He also has a... Do those stack? I don't know. I don't... They probably yeah, don't. So I don't well, then... It, I don't know. I, I think if you if you crit it, you get a plus two, right? Or plus, yeah. Unless you're... That, unless you're oh, yeah. more I got a plus two. Plus really good. It's fine. So I get like a 34, I guess. Oh, you roll a 34. Okay. You look around. Go. When we have their counter roll. Oh, <gasps> counter roll, counter roll. A counter roll's the thing in this edition. I thought it was just stealth DC. Well, in this case, it's them looking at you. Oh, so it's not a counter roll. It's do they spot you? It's two rolls. I rolled a eighteen on my D twenty. So, well, I'll say you found them, but they see you easily, Steel Scale, because I'm not surprised. You gotta turn off the afterburners when you're actually up there. It's a <laughs> lot of noise. Uh, you sound like a Harrier jet. I saw a Harrier jet take off at Fleet Week in Manhattan. That was the loudest sound it's I think I've loud. ever heard in my entire life. It was. It was. I can't even comprehend how loud it was. It was mind-boggling how loud it was. Holy moly. Anyhow, you see that the barricade that you took down has been rebuilt stronger and bigger than ever. Those bastards. And this time, they brought not T-Rexes, but you see multiple Brontosauruses. Couldn't miss them if you tried. 20-foot by 20 foot beasts of burden with multiple Zolgas riding them. Remember Lord of the Rings? Remember the big elephants and they had the little like carriages? Oh, on that's the top? cool. Yeah. yeah. So they got like little, they little like, uh, like they're so big they require two people to uh-huh. man them. One for the front, one for the back because they have two brains because they're so big they got one in the tail. Still only counts as one. That's true. <laughs> Wait, what? Is that true? They had one in their a brain in their tail. It's it's rumored. They're not sure. They that they, they've that's actually something I learned in school. But they have gone back on that saying they don't know if that's I was true. Saying, in or my not. professional opinion, that's probably not true. No, they actually think because no, they actually think it's possible because they're so big, 
that it would take too long for signals to get to their tail, so they had like a subbrain. Does the blue whale have a subbrain? They're bigger than blue whales. I are think. they? Yeah, I think they are. I don't know. I don't know how blue whales work, but I do know they're. I think they're definitely bigger than blue whales. Blue whales among the largest creatures that have ever been on the planet. So true, and it does go like I think at the speed of light. So the signals would well go pretty not fast. at the speed of light, but it's it's pretty quick. Okay, I don't know how fast it is. You're the you're the biologist. You would know, but yeah, action potential is quick, but it's not that quick. Okay. Well, anyhow, the point is supposedly the rumor is they got two brains. One in the tail and one in the head. That's the rumor. Just like a guy. That's right. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, oh, boy. This show's going blue tonight. Anyhow. Everybody get your get your brains out of the dirt. Second you know, brain to the ground. That's where the dicks are. Dicks to the ground. Whatever you got. <laughs> okay. Well, there's a whole bunch of them. And you're like, hmm, that's good eating. So they see you and you see uh. them. Um... <laughs> There's a whole bunch of them. There's like five or six, but they're wandering around. So you don't know how many were actually at the blockade because there's a whole bunch of them. And they seem to be wandering, not just the blockade, but just like in the nearby area. Um, And there's also patrols. You do notice while you're flying around and they see you too, is that there's patrols of T-Rexes and Zolgaths like all over the place, like small groups. But I don't think you need to worry about those. This looks like this is a... This is a heavily defended position of B-Sauruses. Is that, is that a term? A B-Saurus? Brontosaurus? They're going to they be Saurus. They, they called them something else now, but I'm still calling them Brontosaurus. The Fred Flintstone dinosaur. Remember the one that's what he used on his heavy construction job? Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing, except there's all gaps. Who's next? You got a lot of info, so Brontosauruses... Controlled by two Zolgaths, same blockade as before, much bigger, built up. Any other questions? Nope. You got it. Who wants to go next? Hap. Darius, you get all 30s. You don't even need to roll. You do a great job. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You have insurance. Oh. You're like, yeah, I insurance. don't I'm do anything. left. Like, everybody else is finished. I'm the one who's left. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're the only one who's left. Okay, Hap, you're up. All right, uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to inspire the troops. I'll put on a, a show that amazes and entertains them. I will augment my show with magic, such as enthrall and glitter of charm, designed to just get into their brain and make them real happy. And you know, I think I'm gonna have a little helper with me. I think Riley will do some cool acrobatic stuff. He not wanted, so Riley kind of sucks at it. But. Oof. <laughs> but I'll, I'll have go. Riley do it. Riley's now all big and mean because they leveled up. He's like, hey, everybody. <laughs> and it's like, everyone's scared to death. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, demon dog, demon dog. As they should be. Like, he is. He has so much fire coming out of him now. Like, it's, it's outrageous. Wow. What a great idea. Hey, let's bring the giant wolf dog made of fire to entertain the kids. He's Good so job. Kids love it. Yay. Anyway, love that. I was going to have him aid my performance, but he gives me a nat one or a minus one instead. So here's here's a performance check to uh, put on a nice show. All right. So 30, I rolled a five. So 33 minus one. I get 32. Well... <laughs> the DC was 32, so you wow. just made it. <laughs> Woo! Wow. Good job, Riley. Scare the hell out of all the kids and troops. <laughs> he used to be good at helping me in performances, but he's just too too scary now. 
He's too scary. And it's like, it's literally, he's just infused with Ifriti magic at this point. Like, all of the specializations is, is, is Ifriti magic. And so he's just like a, like a elemental demon thing. <laughs> Everyone ignore the elemental demon dog in the room. Roar! Hey, everybody. I'm here to entertain you. Roar, roar. It's like barking fire at everyone. Everyone's screaming. I thought about learning the uplift animal ritual, and I probably would, except that it says that they can no longer be your animal companion. That's oh, right. Right. That, that'll be your next PC. That's what happens. You, as you, as an you ethologist. You retire half and you become Riley. I am an ethologist. I specialize in comparative cognition amongst taxa, and that's bullshit. Like, an, an animal wouldn't say, oh, well, you have made me intelligent. I no longer wish to be your friend. That's not how that works. It does in this world. You don't study magic. You study <laughs> science. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, good job. You inspired the troops. Barely. And you make them slightly more defensive. I'll give you a defense point. Nice. You have it, a lot of them. I think you have as many as one can have. I was going to say, like, did we max out on those? You maxed out. And then you got more because you brought back the Banyan boys. So you guys are in good shape. Is there, is, it, in good shape. is there a reason to, like, bank extra or something? Uh, yeah, because if you start failing any of these places or... You can retreat at any time. The thing is, going to this East Road blockade, you can leave. That's the thing. Uh, you know, you're, it's not like you're in a dungeon here. You know, it's like you're literally doing combat commando strike tactics. So you can retreat if things don't look good, but there will be consequences because then they'll counterattack. Hmm. And that automatically will take down defenses. So, so we that's want some the- extra. That's the balance it. Right. So that's the balance it because, like, you know, you guys are like, holy crap, this is looking bad. This could be TPK. Let's regroup. And you leave. Then they, like, take down. They, like, counterattack and take down some defenses. And then you can come back and fight another day and regroup and, like, retrain or, you know, whatever. Or rest and heal. And that's that's the balance it. So that's why it's there. Anyhow. Well, what you going to do? It's, like, lunchtime by now. Everyone's antsy and everyone's nervous. There's been no direct attacks, just lots of indirect attacks all around the town, and all the roads and all the food has been cut off. Go! You've been listening to Roll for Combat! Three Ring Adventure! A Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, if you run out of range of your party healer, it's your own damn fault and you deserve to die.